tēnā koutou. You're listening to a co-education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. Kia ora, ko Rochelle tōku ingoa. My name's Rochelle and I'm part of the learning experience team at Kua. I'm here today to talk to Alicia Naropotuia and Carl Summerfield, who are facilitators at CORE, both in face-to-face environments and also in online environments. Kia ora, Kōrua. Kia ora. Kia ora, tēnā koe. Thank you for joining me today. And my first question that I would like to ask you is, what is the metaverse? Oh, define the metaverse, eh? Okay, probably the easiest way to think about the metaverse is that it's kind of the next iteration of the internet if you take it to its logical extreme so at the moment we connect to the internet via our phones or via our computers and we are allowed to we interact with each other via text and photos and videos so the third iteration of the unit of the internet we would sort of immerse ourselves in the internet and the internet would become almost like a physical environment around us and we might interact with that via virtual reality goggles and things or and I guess technology that hasn't been invented yet but but we're also starting to see elements of the metaverse starting to appear in other ways and at the moment there are metaverse-like things that we can access without needing that special equipment but they do bring some of those um, and I guess the face-to-face social interaction is the thing that's really important about a metaverse space so it's not like Uh, social media where we're kind of asynchronously posting things and people are picking them up later and we're actually interacting with people face to face in real time and that's kind of another important aspect of of a, of a metaverse and i guess i i want to i guess respond to that and think and not answer the question what is the metaverse but what it isn't and and it's not facebook which is what so with with the recent change that we have that's something that a lot of people are connecting connecting to and connecting with in terms of yeah what what it what it is so it isn't facebook just facebook but i think of it as heao heao wano so another a world and i think specifically and just from my experience with it just a, a place a, a connecting place a place to yeah just to to interact a really social social yeah wahi ao kiora so Thinking about the metaverse and thinking about education, why it is important for education and how you might use it for education. Sure. So one of the reasons I think it's important for education is that it's just coming, whether we want it to or not. And there's an important point to make here, I guess, is that there are some large corporations and they tend to be the social media type corporations that are trying really hard to grab and kind of claim that idea of the metaverse. And I guess the most out there example is that Facebook changed their name to Meta. And actually, we had a discussion with some kids at a high school and they basically said to us, we want nothing to do with the metaverse because it's all Mark Zuckerberg stuff. But they weren't averse to the idea of the metaverse in its wider wider context, I guess. The idea of connecting with people on the internet, being physically in it or appearing to be physically in a space with them they were kind of down with that they just didn't want that kind of control that comes from those big corporations so that's one aspect but it's coming to education kind of whether we want it or not and so 
it's quite good for teachers to be up with the play a little bit, a little bit knowledgeable, maybe thinking about you know, some of the safety aspects and some of those kinds of things before they're kind of forced into it because it's there anyway. So it's always nice to think about these things when you've got time and space to do it properly rather than, you know, reactively when it's forced, forced upon you. Absolutely. You had an example that you were involved in, I think. Yeah, so I've actually got a couple of examples. So the, but the first example is um, I'm part of a project called Inventionator, which is all about... It's like a startup weekend for kids, really. They come together and they, they try and solve problems by using a design process. Mentors come in to help them out and then they pitch their ideas at the end. So we ran these as a face-to-face thing. Uh, when COVID arrived, we switched to running them as a virtual thing. And we used mostly um, Zoom and Google Docs because that was kind of the easiest thing and that's what we knew. But just recently we've been dabbling using, it's a metaverse space, but it's not kind of the full VR immersion metaverse space like uh, like we've you know we've been talking about. But it's a little uh, place called Gather where the kids can come in they're represented by a little avatar. As you walk up to somebody, it turns your camera and your microphone on so you can have a little conversation and as you walk away from them, it turns them back off again. So it does feel a little bit like walking up to somebody and being able to talk to them. And we set up a little auditorium where, where these little avatars could sit in their little seats and watch what was going on on the stage. Kids could walk up, they could take the microphone, they could share their screen and they could present their ideas. And so what we were trying to bring there was and some of the elements that we lost when we moved from face-to-face through to virtual because, because it doesn't have that face-to-face feel and we're trying to bring some of those face-to-face aspects back. So the idea that instead of having to send an invite to somebody before you can talk to them, you can just walk up to the desk where they're working and just ask them a question and then walk away again. You know, if you're a little bit lost and you don't know what to do, instead of having to try and phone somebody or join some um, Zoom call somewhere, you can just wander around until you find a facilitator and then just ask them a question, you know. So we were trying to just bring some of that back. Another example was I have a friend who works for a software company and they got a little bit bored with doing Zoom and things and they decided to use the PlayStation game um, Red Dead Redemption where they could be cowboys and they moved their meetings to sitting around the campfire talking to each other as cowboys because it just felt nicer. It felt more like they were connected to each other. It felt more like they were physically together in a space. And that's another really good example of how the metaverse is a as a place to try and emulate that physical face-to-face contact, mm. even though you can't physically be together. Mm. And I think where we're in right now, the situation we're in right now in terms of coming off the back of COVID, our kids uh, aren't necessarily engaging or I've had enough of Zooms and I've been fortunate to part of Inventionator with uh, into Carl's Metaverse and that was created and it was the the kids just loved it. It was like it, like the next level up I guess from Zoom but just being able to connect that way to get them to engage and, and the thing is is that a lot of them, a lot of our our akonga, a lot of our tamariki are already in those spaces and we think about Minecraft which mm. they um, you know another form of that metaverse which they're a part of and so if we, if we want to engage we want to get our children back in classrooms we have to do it we have to try we have to look at these different ways of being able to pull them pull them in and it's the gamification part of it I think is important they love it but I I must admit it even as someone who was yeah I mean I had a job on that day 
and that was uh, I was a judge for the for the semi-finals. But it was just so neat to be able to move away into your into a, a little spaces that were created where I was together with another judge and we were able to have a chat and then go back into the main area. Pretty, pretty cool. Oh, kia ora kōrua. It was really good to have a sense of an example of what it looks like and the connectedness of that. Thinking about ways that the metaverse might enable educational equity and safety, are there any thoughts that you have around that? One of the things I noticed when I first went into the metaverse was just to sort of think about um, one being able to, ultimately the idea would be able to be able to create a space that was a reflection of who we are, that symbolised or that showed that we were a metaverse that comes out of Aotearoa. So I think that we can definitely, that can definitely happen, you know, like we get to create or Kayoko get to create what that looks like. Yeah, when I first went into, in, into the metaverse with Carl, the first thing I did when I walked into the room was like, gosh, we could so we could so do a porphyry in this space, you know? And so Tikanga could see it happening in, in the metaverse place and space. And so if we can reflect that children, our akonga, our tamariki see, like where they can see themselves in a space, I think it, it makes, it's important. And like anything, there are, metaverse spaces and there are metaverse spaces so if you wanted to learn about Christchurch you could do it just by throwing the kids into uh, the middle of Cathedral Square and just letting them wander around town Um, they would learn something about Christchurch they might learn some things about Christchurch you didn't want them to learn and the metaverse is a little bit the same there are public spaces and there are private spaces and there are tools that we can use so for instance we mentioned gather before as a an example of a space that can be used so people have to be invited into that space. You can't just wander in. And so you can set up that space and you can control who has access. Minecraft for Education is another great example where you can set up a world and you can invite your students into that world and no one else can join unless they have that code. So you can uh, definitely use the metaverse in ways that are safe, but there's also ways to use it that aren't so safe so are definitely getting some good advice I think around Mm. when you're using spaces Mm. and if if anything these are the opportunities to create to to think about those you know those safe spaces so a safe place what those tikanga are so whether that's mimicking possibly what you know what is happening already in your kura in your classrooms mimicking it also into that space and it could also be about creating you know new tikanga that sit in there as well i think the opportunity for that is is great and we're just so at the at the absolute start of this technology (laughs) you know it's in its kind of wild west phase so you know technology will develop spaces will develop there will be some tikanga and some ways of working in metaverse spaces that develop. We may not keep calling it the metaverse. Mm. You know, maybe Facebook are going to ruin that word for us. But, mm. you know, it will just develop and, and morph over time. And we'll, we will learn how to move in those spaces just the way we've learned to move in the social media spaces with all its good things and bad things. You've been listening to a Core Education Podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. They're not our